Nerds, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope everyone's having an absolutely fantastic day today. As always, I hope you're staying healthy. I know a lot of people I've talked to are running around. Some people have been getting sick, and I've encouraged people to make sure you're up in vitamin C and D3, at least down here, and uh, prioritize You know what you want to do as far as with your overall health what you want to eat, how you want to feel. And it's interesting because I was talking to Steve earlier. He was saying, yes, last week, last two days, going back and forth to Tampa to commutes, he said it was an absolute nightmare with traffic. And I didn't know much about it, but I had heard Taylor Swift was basically doing a concert in Tampa. And I don't have any fanfare for Taylor Swift. Never listened to her, never really cared for her. She's just pretty Illuminati to me, but by all means, don't really care. If you want to go to a concert, go to a concert. But I looked up some stuff, and then I started seeing some things that people showed me over the weekend with videos and just the absolute cult-like following that she has. And I uh, read the article on it from the Tampa Tribune, and it was talking about how Raymond James Stadium, with the floor seating and whatnot, it was sold out. Every single seat was sold out, 65,000 seats for three nights in a row. 195,000 seats sold out in three days. Some of the tickets went up to five and $6,000 a ticket. I mean, just ludicrous. They said the average ticket price was $540. You times that by 195,000 seats in three days, that's $105 million in ticket sales she generated just in those three nights. And that doesn't include concessions and beer and all the other stuff and merchandise. And I'm not knocking her for making an extremely copious amount of money. If people are going to spend their money, they're going to spend their money. But I thought to myself, how sad is it that people are talking about you know maxed out credit cards right now? We know, I can tell you right now, 195,000 tickets sold. vast majority of those were all on credit cards. Vast majority of probably didn't get paid off. Probably still paying interest on those cards. You know, as we're watching the recession kind of loom in the country and the dollar is starting to lose its reserve currency, and you're watching a lot of these markets get really strange, and people are talking about eggs and fuel and milk going up, but yet people made sure they found enough time and enough money to scrounge up to go pay obscene amounts of money to go see this Illuminati pop star. Over the weekend, and I thought to myself, it happens a lot like this in the health world too. People prioritize what they want. You know, I've learned a long time ago, and I was told this by a very, very, very smart individual I've looked up to a lot. Is people will do what they prioritize, and people will prioritize what they really want to do. If somebody really wants to get healthy. They'll focus on getting their health back in line. They'll make sure they're taking their vitamin C and their D3 and they're cutting out the caffeine and the sugar. And they're getting sleep and they're going to focus on it. If it's not a priority, they're not going to do it. Just like I've seen people before that they're completely broke, always complaining about being broke, but they always seem to have that extra $5, $10, $15 a day to go buy their pack of cigarettes or their smokeless tobacco or their beer, whatever they want. I remember years ago I was at a restaurant, a real nice restaurant over in Lake Starbucks. Yes, Starbucks. Starbucks is the great one. People have got their credit cards completely maxed out. They're trying to figure out how to pay everything off, but yet they still will hit Starbucks every day to buy their six, seven, eight, nine dollar latte every day. I've watched song college kids taking out student loans, blowing their money, going out every weekend. And I remember there's a restaurant that I went to years ago over in Lakeland, and it was a real nice restaurant. I don't go there much anymore. It's the prices got too crazy, and I ran into a friend and his wife there, 
and uh, they were getting nice steak and stuff. We talked to him for a minute. He was like, hey, you know, I need to come by the office next week or so. You know, so my wife's been having some health issues. So, dude, come by. You know, I've known you before. Come on by. This is years and years ago. He came by. And uh, I spent about 30, 45 minutes with him talking to him about stuff he needs to change. His wife needs to change if they're trying to work on some certain things. I'm not going to disclose a lot of it. And uh, he goes, okay, we'll put together a protocol. So, okay. So I put together a protocol for him, gave him a big discount on it. it. Ended up being like 150 bucks. It was a bunch of product. And he goes, well, I don't, I don't know if I can afford that right now. I said, well, I'm giving you like everything almost at cost, but I'm trying to help you out. I'm trying to hook you up. Well, I don't know. I, I, got, I got to think about it for a while if I can really afford that. And I looked at him, I was like, dude, I just saw you at dinner the other night. I mean, you're getting filet, you're getting wine, you're that concerned about your wife's health. This should be a priority. Well, I, I got really looking at finances. I got to see if we can budget this in and we can work on this. And I said, okay, well, I'm not going to tell you what to do with your money. I said, but you're coming over here. I spent an hour with you talking to you, trying to get you healthy, trying to give you advice. Because suddenly now you can't get anything. I found out later on he went and bought a bunch of junk from Walmart. And I never really contacted him once ever again. I never really returned his phone calls either. Because quite frankly, if you're going to be that disrespectful to me and you're going to waste my time and I'm going to encourage you and give you all this stuff basically at cost, and you're going to go buy it from somebody else, you showed me where your priority lies. That's exactly what I get back to talking about with this concert. You see so many people that they are trying to make this meet or they're trying to afford this for their family, but yet they'll prioritize exactly what they want to go do. So I encourage you. Make sure you're evaluating your priorities. If you're wanting to get into better shape, if you're wanting to get healthier, if you're wanting your family to stay healthy, prioritize. Are you going to go buy the cheap hydrogenated oil with the basically the high fructose corn syrup laden cereal every morning because that's what your kids want? You just want to make sure you give them everything they want and spoil them? You're going to say, no, we're, we're going to start eating organic eggs you know, with some organic toast, organic oatmeal in the morning. We're going to change our diet, guys. I'm sick of you guys acting berserk because you're eating red 40 and high fructose corn syrup every day. If somebody wants to get in better shape, they have to make a priority. Is their priority going to be getting leaner and in better shape and better health? Or is their priority going to be eating a giant carton of ice cream and Twinkies and Ding Dongs every night before bed? You can only have one priority that, that reaches over the other. Both cannot be the same. You cannot have two priorities that are diametrically opposed to one another and have both of them equal. There has to be one that's bigger priority than the other, and you have to decide which one that's going to be. And we've seen this now over and over and over throughout the entire country and the entire mindset of this younger generation now. What is their priority going to be? Is it going to be knocking down your credit card debt that you've run up frivolously, or is it going to be going to a Taylor Swift concert? Is it going to be going out to eat dinner and buying a $200 you know, steak dinner with wine every single weekend, or is it going to be taking your vitamin C and D3 and getting your nutrients back in shape? Everybody needs to take a step back at some point in time and evaluate what are your priorities because as I said earlier, people will do what they prioritize and people prioritize what they really want to do. And That also includes time. That includes family. That includes going places. That includes seeing people. That includes following up with things that you have told people you were going to do and say, hey, you know what? I'm going to have to tell you. you got to hold off for a bit. You're going to have to postpone this. I've got something I already told somebody I was going to be at, so I'm going to be there, and I'm not going to neglect it because something else happened. So again, evaluate what you really want to prioritize and continue to do so. That's why here at Health Masters, we encourage people to continue to maintain your health the best you possibly can because it is important because you only get one body. <laughs> you only get one, and you got to do the best you possibly can with it. It's so that way you can also help one another stay the same and stay strong. 
Also, too, in other news, this is interesting. As we talked about it repeatedly, a new article came out. A new published meta-analysis and systematic review on mask wearing confirms what common sense dictates. Namely, they do significant harm by interfering with normal human breathing with O2 and CO2 gas exchange. And even more astounding, many of the symptoms that they have shown now in this meta-analysis have been misdiagnosed or misidentified as long COVID. This is a really, really crazy research study here. And I'm gonna public I'm gonna post this on the website. You guys can read through it. It's really long and it's really detailed, and you can read some of the synopsis of it. But the science is beginning to break through the outright lies that we told you on the show. Dad and I said repeatedly years back, as soon as this stuff started, I said this mask is a completely and totally nefarious nightmare. It is not what everybody thinks it is. It does not do what you think it does. It is extremely opposed to overall health. There is no science to back any of it. And here, right in the article, it says the mask interferes with O2 uptake and CO2 release, compromised respiratory compensation, Though evaluated wearing durations are shorter than daily prolonged use, outcomes independently validate mask-induced exhaustion syndrome. That's M-I-E-S is what they refer to it as, mask-induced exhaustion syndrome and downstream cytometabolic dysfunctions. Moreover, the newly coined term that is now being used in research, the mask-induced mask-induced exhaustion syndrome, known as M-I-E-S, can create symptoms that overlap exactly with what may be misidentified as long COVID. They said the MIES can have long-term clinical consequences, especially for vulnerable groups. So far, several mask-related symptoms may have been misrepresented as long COVID-19 symptoms. In any case, the possible MIES contrasts with what the WHO definition is of health. The study concluded, this is the conclusion, this massive study, you can look through it, it's long. This is the conclusion. Face mask side effects must be assessed on a risk-benefit analysis against the available evidence of their effectiveness against viral transmission. In the absence of strong empirical evidence of effectiveness, mask wearing should not ever be mandated, let alone enforced by law. What they're saying is this conclusion is there is not enough evidence at all to show this prevents any type of viral transmission. However, the research shows very clearly that it can cause significant side effects in the person and cause a whole a whole host of things like mask-induced exhaustion syndrome. I remember I had a really good friend. He's still a great sales guy, the local Jeep Dodge dealer. And I remember I talked to him a while back ago. I think we were Jeeping with Judd. This was right kind of the middle of everything. And um, I stopped by, and a bunch of the guys were wearing masks, and he wasn't wearing a mask. And I said, hey, what's going on? I said, you know, I'm not wearing a mask, and I never did anywhere. I told you guys that. And he wasn't wearing one that all the sales guys were. I said, wow, they're not making you wear a mask. He goes, I told him I was going to quit. I said, really? He said, well, I started wearing it at first. Everybody was freaked out. Everybody was telling me everybody's got to wear a mask. And he goes, I ended up getting double pneumonia, not COVID, double pneumonia from wearing a mask. And he goes, finally, I got out of the hospital. And he goes, I started wearing the mask again because they put so much pressure on me. Started having pneumonia side effects again. Had to go back in the hospital. He goes, finally, I came in and said, listen, I'm either going to work here without a mask or you're going to terminate me for a medical condition, which is going to be illegal, and I'm going to file a lawsuit if you guys are going to treat me like this. And they said, okay, you don't have to wear a mask. Ironically enough, he never spread the virus. He wasn't getting sick. Nobody else was getting sick that was you know, exposed to him without a mask on. The whole thing was a complete and total theater show on every level at every place you saw it at. I see in New York now. Now in New York, they have signs saying you are not allowed to enter the store unless you take your mask off due to crime. 
How ironic is that? Yet they were literally kicking people out and trespass warning people in New York on a regular basis if you did not wear a mask at all times everywhere you went up there. The entire thing was a sham from the beginning with COVID. As I told you, it was designed to continue to remind people to be scared because majority of people, if they weren't wearing masks and nobody else was wearing masks, nobody would have thought about COVID. They had to ingrain it through fear and psychological conditioning and warfare 24-7. Every time you stepped outside, you saw people wearing masks, which reminded you of COVID. On top of that, they wanted to prevent people from being able to communicate clearly with one another and individuals and the guys that were pushing this, including Fauci and Bill Gates and all the bobblehead boys that were making billions and billions of dollars in the market off doing this stuff, they knew that masks were not healthy on a full basis, especially if you're not a medical personnel. People, when you see doctors and they're wearing masks, it's not in surgery room to prevent from catching a virus. It's to prevent any type of sweat or saliva or spit from coming out of their mouth while they're working so it doesn't get into the person they're working on. It's not to protect the doctor from catching the virus, and it's not to protect the patient from catching something. It's to prevent any type of transmission back and forth, and they fully scrub down. They have, they have nurses that put everything on them. When they get done, everything comes off, and it goes in a bio, you know, bio disposal. period. They don't walk around all day wearing the same mask, pulling it on and off their face with their dirty hands. They never have done that. They've never recommended that in the medical field until the absolute stupidity came out and said, oh, with the WHO and the CDC, it's mandated you wear a mask everywhere at all times. There are still hospitals right now that are still trying to force their nurses to wear masks, still to this day, right now, currently, still trying to make people wear masks in the nursing field. How dumb and how long does it have to go on for people stop complying with this in the middle of 2023 when you have meta-analysis researched, research meta-analysis and comprehensive evaluations like this saying that the masks are causing mask-induced exhaustion syndrome and a lot of the side effects that we saw with COVID long or long COVID are induced by the mask wearing on a regular basis. So something to be aware of, something to stay active on and continue to speak the truth, stay healthy. And by all means, you don't be walking around wearing a mask, especially driving around by yourself. That's the most embarrassing thing I've ever seen in my life. I see somebody <laughs> driving without a mask on, with a mask on while they're by themselves. I can't. What do you think, Ted? <laughs> make sure that article of the mask-induced you know, system syndrome, basically, make sure it gets posted on the website. I've not seen that one. It sounds really, really good, and uh, I'd like to read it. Uh, but uh, we've been telling that for, we've been telling everybody that for years. I mean, we've been telling everybody for years that this thing's not real as far as the mask. It doesn't do anything. And it just it's just what it does. It instills fear. Exactly what you said, Austin. It makes people think, oh, my gosh, I've got to put a mask on. Oh, my gosh, he's not wearing a mask. She's not wearing a mask. Oh, she's a spreader. She's going to contaminate me. No, 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 no. All this was for the entire mask induced, you know, syndrome as far as the scaring everybody was to scare everybody into taking a COVID shot. That's all it was. It was to basically make you force you to think, oh, my God, I got to get a shot. I got to get a shot. I got to get a shot now or I'm going to die. That's all it was. That's all it was. And, and the crazy part about this is that when you stop and you think about it, it was very effective. I mean, it's very effective. I mean, the majority of the people that I talk to now, you know, that don't listen to the show, they, they've been injected. They've taken, you know, they've taken the, 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 the clot shot. And you and you just sit back and you watch it and you see all these people now dying and all these people everywhere just having all kinds of health problems, all types of cancers, all kinds of everything else. Right now, more than 45 times as many deaths after the COVID shots than all flu vaccine deaths combined since 1990. I mean, it's insane, but nobody wants to talk about it. Mainstream media won't talk about it. 
That's why I'm telling you that Fox News and all the rest of them are just, again, fronts for the globalist, cabal, Luciferian, synagogue of Satan weirdos. And the whole thing, same thing is true with this, with this whole thing with uh, Taylor Swift that Austin talked about. I mean, you've got a woman here that basically don't even know if she's a woman. She could be a tranny. A lot of people think she's a tranny. Probably is, honestly. But I don't know that as speculation on my part, unless I say something I should not say. But the reality is that she's in a situation where she's been pushed by this, quote, Illuminati bunch, if you want to call them that, or the buildings, the, or the guys who took down Building 7 on 9-11. It's easier to say that because that makes more sense than instead of going all the way back to Adam, why shout but everything else. But the guys who are down building seven, they've decided to push her to the top and make her some Illuminati satanic witch princess. And she absolutely hates men. The songs that she writes are unbelievable, and she probably hates men because she is a guy. You know, just thought I'd mention that. And, and quite frankly, you know, the girls that listen to her, they're all a bunch of <sighs> – I'm, I'm going to stop before I get myself in trouble. But, but, but this Frankfurt School mess has gotten sick. It's gotten really, really sick. And, and the women nowadays, and I'm not picking on all women because I know i got a lot of great women listening to this show right now, a lot of godly women who are ladies listening to this show right now. But the vast majority of the people out there that are single are just messed up in the head. And you know, now that I'm dating again, I'm actually just sitting back and just absolutely disbelief of some of the stuff that I hear and see. I mean disbelief that they think this behavioral pattern is okay. And I have to say I never knew this was going on like this. I am completely and totally shocked by the behavioral patterns of so many people out there who simply don't want to believe and know the truth about anything and have been completely and totally brainwashed. And I see it. And Austin's right. They'll go in and spend thousands of dollars for a Taylor Swift concert, and yet they don't have the money to pay their credit cards off every month. Uh, years ago, I had some friends of mine, and, and it's, they were Christians, and every night they'd go out to eat dinner. They'd spend $100 to $150 a night for dinner. I mean their credit card bill was between three to $5,000 a month on food eating out, and they were making good money. And I told him one day, I said, why do you guys do this? I mean, why do you do this? Well, we can afford it. We like eating out. And my wife doesn't like cooking. And I'm like, but dude, I mean, you got 60000 a year on eating out? I mean, it's just insane. And they said, well, we just, you know, we enjoy our lives. You know, they'd go to a home. They had a business that was in Hawaii. I'm sorry, a business that was in, uh, they were importers. They manufactured stuff. And they'd go to China and have to go to the manufacturing you know, hubs, and they'd have to order stuff, et cetera. And they'd be in China for a week, and then come back and decompress and spend a week at a luxury hotel you know, in Hawaii. And just spend, I mean, tens of thousands of dollars you know, a week. Well, they ended up going bankrupt, obviously. And they ended up getting divorced and on and on and on and on. And, and I sit back and I watch that all happen. And I talk, I've talked to the man. He's still a friend of mine, uh, not the wife, but the man is. And I, I, I asked him before. I said, why did you guys do that? And he goes, well, I, I don't really know. And he goes, and I said, well, why were you spending? Oh, we were spending that much. I said, yeah, you were. You were spending. You, we went over it all. He, he didn't. He pretends like he, but he's pretending like he doesn't remember. And I ask him, why are you pretending like you don't remember? It's not that long ago. It was 20 years ago. Why are you acting like this? Finally, well, I just want to think about it. I'm like, well, okay. And see, and Austin's right. People will spend the money, whether on a credit card or whatever, when they when they prioritize what they do. They'll go buy vitamins at Walmart that they absolutely know won't work. I mean, we've had this happen before. You sit down with somebody. This is why we don't do third-party consults. This is why if you have a friend of yours that you want to basically have talked to us that never knew who we were and we talk to them, it's 99.99% of the time it's a complete and total waste of time because they don't listen. And then they go buy the stuff at Walmart. We've actually had this happen. Somebody calls us up. We give them some suggestions on what to do. They go buy their stuff from Walmart, which doesn't work, the cheapest Chinese crap you can get, and then they – take these Chinese vitamins from Walmart and they ship them back to us and ask us for a refund from Walmart instead of taking it back to Walmart. We've had that happen. And you think, well, they can't be that stupid. I, I don't know. I, 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 again, I, I'm always amazed at what people will do and won't do. 
and it's just it's, it's mind-boggling or the you know it's, that's why we don't do third-party consoles because it's just a waste of time i told that to austin when he first started you know running health masters years ago i said don't get involved in third-party consoles you'll be constantly connected with somebody well i've got a cousin who's got this problem and can you please help them and let me do a third-party console no it doesn't work it doesn't work at all it never works nope <laughs> and, and finally austin says man dad you were right this is a waste of time i said yeah i know and, and, I, and I've learned this. And I, would, and I would be on the seminar circuit. I, you know, we had a program called Eat, Drink, and Be Healthy. As you know, it's a CD series, tape series, as far as the home study course. And I would tell people it was like $100 or whatever. And I'd say they'll go out and buy a pair of tennis shoes for $150. dollars go out and eat a meal for $100. But they won't spend $100 to find out how to stay healthy and not die of heart disease, diabetes, or cancer. This is just the craziest thing I've ever seen. And also, I've seen it this way. People that, are, that, that have serious health problems, and they still won't change their diet. They still are relying on mainstream medicine. They're still relying on all the plethora of drugs they're taking, but they're not getting help. They're getting worse, and yet they still won't listen to make changes. And then right before they die, literally a week before they die, they call us up. They say, we want to do a dietary change now. My response is always the same when I had the clinic. I can't help you. You've already gone through the mainstream medicine. You've already gone through all these drugs, all these chemicals, all these surgeries, all this stuff that they've done to you, and they've put you in the medical model, and there's nothing I can do for you at this point. You know, As sick as you are, as weak as you are, you know, on a stretcher, on oxygen, can't breathe to try to help you right now. We've got to pray for you and try to believe God for in a miracle. I've seen it over and over and over again. It's easier just to stay, say, hey, I'm up 10 pounds. I need to drop it. Let me, let me get this weight back off. Hey, I'm up 10, 20 pounds. Let me drop it. Let me, I'm up 50 pounds. I got to stop this. You know, hey, my blood pressure's through the roof. Maybe I need to change my diet. Hey, I've got, it's easier to do it in the beginning before it starts getting out of hand with you because then it becomes a major issue. It becomes a major issue. I had a, another friend of mine today. She contacted me, and she's got all kinds of mental issues going on because of a, of a divorce she went through. And I, and I told her she's got severe depression, and I told her I said be really, really, really careful with tricyclic antidepressants and serotonin reuptake inhibitors and black box warning drugs for depression because they can literally make you commit suicide. You know, and so we see all of these things out there that pharmacia has done to us, and they're trying to prevent us from having you know, help from a health standpoint. I had another pastor friend of mine. He had this billionaire. Literally, the guy was a billionaire in South Africa, and the billionaire was having health issues. Serious health issues. I won't mention them, what he was what he's dealing with. And so they they called me up and they said, "Can you help us?" You know, this pastor's recommended you, and I said, "Yes, I can." So I told them what it's going to cost to ship this. And doggone shipping to South Africa was more than doggone product cost. And uh, and they go, "Well, we we'll have to think about it." The guy's a billionaire worth hundreds of millions of dollars, like a thousand millions, right? And uh, well, we're not going to do that. And I just okay. And he died. And you, and you stop and you think about it. You go, "Where are your priorities?" You know, what do you believe? You know, where are your priorities with God? You know, I, I pray for you guys every day. I have not yet prayed for you today, but I, I've had a really busy morning. But I pray for you guys, you know, 99.99% of the time, all the time. And guys, listen to me. It's important that we prioritize the things that are important in our lives, our health. I will, I will promise you this. As you're on your deathbed dying because you did not listen to changing your diet, you will pay every penny to the medical establishment to get another breath of life for another day. You won't care at that point. I've seen it over and over and over again. So prioritize your health, prioritize your life. And thank you for supporting Health Masters. I mean, if you just get your multiple vitamins from us, you're buying those anyhow. And just do everything you possibly can to support the Ted and Austin Brower Show because we're here to tell you the truth. You know, nobody's going to really give you these types of stories like we do because, you know, most people don't care. But we're here to help you do everything we possibly can for you. And it's just important that we all understand that we're in this together. We really, really are. By the way, 
Disneyland in California. This is just perfect. You know, just to let you know how much I dislike Disney. Disney doubles down. The California park launches its first ever Pride Night, where Mickey and Minnie Mouse will be dressed in rainbow costumes amid Bob Iger's ongoing war with Ron DeSantis in Florida. Disneyland in California has announced a Pride Night in June. The announcement was made amid Disney's CEO Bob Iger's ongoing battle with Florida Governor DeSantis dating back to the Don't Say Gay bill, which is not even true. Son didn't say that. DeSantis on Monday threatened to build a state prison. <laughs> Next to Disney World, uh, you know, I don't know if DeSantis is real. I, I don't know. I'm just, you know, I mean, I've been we've been so hoodwinked by these politicians. I don't know if he's real or not, but I do like his rhetoric. DeSantis on Monday threatened to build a state prison next to Disney World. That'll really help attendance. <laughs> Disneyland has announced Pride Night celebrations as the company's Bob Iger is fighting. The announcement was shared on Twitter. According to Disney, characters like Mickey and Minnie will be dressed in LGBTQ apparel. The timing of the Pride Night announcement did not seem coincidental to many on Twitter who called out the implauded the mouse patrolling the Republican politician. Ron bought the plastic. I'm going to stop. I'm just going to start laughing. All this, all this queer stuff. You know, I, I, and again, it goes right back to the Kabbalah. Don't gun it all. I mean, for some reason, other talk shows won't talk about this. I, maybe they think it's anti-Semitic or something. I don't know. The Zohar is part of the Talmud. I got that, all right? But that doesn't mean that all Jews practice out of that wretched book of ancient Canaanite religions and ancient Egyptian religions and ancient religions of witchcraft and sacrifice of Baal and Moloch and Asher, all these sick, perverted things they're all involved in from the Zohar that they basically implement in their lives, particularly Trump Shabbat Lubavitch. They, but it's not it's – not, not, the vast majority of Judaism does not practice this weird stuff. They don't do it. They don't practice the sick stuff. And so, but you gotta, you gotta still call it out for what it is. And uh, I just sit back and I, I just shake my head and I, I, I laugh at DeSantis because you know now he's hammering Bud Light and again Bud Light is being slammed right now. And Ron DeSantis is refusing to drink beer after two woke tie up with trans influencer Mulvaney, despite Anheuser's Bush contributing hundreds of thousands to him and Florida Republicans 2020 and 21. Uh, you know, Bud Light has faced a conservative backlash over partnership with Bud Light. I mean, I've seen some of the stuff, pictures down this stuff. This is some sick crap. I mean, it, it's just unbelievable what, what, what's going on. I mean, it's just it's unbelievable how sick this whole thing is at Budweiser. Now, Budweiser is coming out and saying, oh, it was a group of people that we didn't know they were doing. It was a subset group of people that were involved in our marketing, and they did all this without letting the hop people know. I don't believe any of that. Now, they're, they're, dealing, with, they're dealing with basically uh, a firestorm. After April 1st revealed the beer company and made a special commemorative can to celebrate one of their one-year anniversaries since transitioning. <laughs> the promotional campaign backfired on Anheuser-Busch with a brewing giant seeing a $5 billion of its value wiped out since the partnership was announced. You know, I, I, This stuff is unbelievable. I, you sit back and you watch this, and remember, I'm going to say it to you again in case you're new on the show. The Kabbalist Luciferian synagogue of Satan's sect that wants the rebuilding of the third temple to bring out their antichrist, they believe that their god is a snake in a tree called Einsof in the tree of the universe, and that snake is an hermaphrodite. He's a transgender, and the closest expression that anybody could ever have to God is to be a transgender, and they want to force the human race into that mindset. We're going to cover this in Angel Wars. It's this thing that we don't want to talk about, but it's just the truth. Of what they believe, and the problem is that group of people that believe this crap is what it is, as stupid as what they believe, they're controlling the money supply of the planet. This is the Rothschild banking cartel that runs almost every single central bank in the planet. They're the ones that are doing the slow demise of the dollar because they control all of the different you know, money supplies and all of the central banks pretty much in the entire world except for a couple of them. It's all the same people doing this all the time. 
And it's the ones that are pushing the 2030 agenda. It's the one that's pushing the woke agenda. It's the one that's pushing the drug agenda. It's the one that's pushing the mask agenda. It's the one that's pushing the COVID shot agenda. It's the same stinking people. And they run the world because they control the money supply. And once you understand that, then you see, then you see who's in charge of this mess and what they do on a regular basis. At that point in time, you finally understand, wow, my eyes are open. My eyes can see we are being run by the ancient Canaanite religions through the Zohar. And you got it. You go, wow, that's the nexus of the spider web, isn't it? And the answer is yes. That's the nexus of the spider web. They're the ones who push the porn industry. They they do all of it. It's everything to destroy the hearts and the minds of the people here in the United States. By the way, we want to deep AI one time about this. Deep fake porn could be a growing problem among the artificial intelligence race. Wow. Artificial intelligence imaging can be used to create art, try on clothes and virtual fitting, or to help design advertising campaigns. But experts fear the darker sides of the easily accessible tools could worsen something that primarily harms women. Non-consensual, deepfake pornography. Deepfakes are videos and images that have been digitally altered or created with artificial intelligence or machine learning. Porn created using this technology first began spreading across the Internet several years ago. When a Reddit user shared clips that paste the faces of female celebrities on the shoulders of porn actors. Since then, the deepfake creators have disseminated similar videos and images targeting online influencers, journalists, and others with a public profile. Thousands of videos exist across a plethora of websites, and some have been offering users the opportunity to create their own images, essentially allowing anyone to turn whoever they wish into sexual fantasies without their consent or to use the technology to harm foreign partners. The problem, experts say, grew as it became easier to make sophisticated and visually compelling deepfakes, and they say it could get worse with the development of generative, generative AI tools that are trained on billions of images from the Internet and spit out novel content using existing data. This is what Austin was talking about the other day when the AI wrote the term paper within minutes or within seconds, you know, a 20-page term, term paper with references, complete you know, AP format. This is what they can do now. They can just pick any individual they want and make them a porn star based upon AI. And I stop and I think about this and I say, wow, any public figure is going to have the opportunity to have this done to them against their will. Not much of an opportunity. It's going to be basically a nightmare for them, but this is the root of what's going on. This is how they keep Biden productive in front of a group of people when there's nobody in there from the press. When they do a blue screen or a green screen or whatever behind him and they make him do a press conference and he suddenly, all of a sudden, he's acute. Suddenly he's perfect again. Also, he's acting like he's 30 years old again. And you realize it ain't Biden. It's a deep fake news conference that is basically putting Biden back into the flow, I guess, of you know being, react, being real. But it's all fake. It's all fake. And the same thing is true with body doubles and all the stuff we saw with Hillary Clinton after she fell that one day. And all of a sudden now she's running around again a few minutes later. And it's her body double. We saw that years ago. And this is the, what they've done to us. It's all a lie. And we've talked about it. I mean, the entire thing is a lie. The, you know, the, the chemtrails, all of it, it's just all of it's being done to basically create a different realm that we live in right now, a different way of thinking, a different type of reality. It's all based upon lies because that's what Lucifer is. He's a liar. and He's the father of lies. And all he's trying to do is to destroy the human species like he did in Genesis chapter 6. However, the different rules of engagement are here still now, the same as they were in Genesis 6 when God says, OK, you broke the rules. We are now flooding the planet because you have these direct influence of these angels with these human beings. 
That's why we're not seeing these entities run around anymore like we saw in Genesis chapter 6. Because the rules of engagement were breached, and God said, wrong move, wrong answer, meh, flush the planet. All right? This is what we have going on right now. As Jesus said, as in the days of Noah, so shall it be, upon, so shall it be for the return of the Son of Man. By him and through him, all things were created, it says, of Christ. We have to understand who he is. He, he was with God at the beginning. It says that in the Word. He was there. And we have to understand who he is. He came for you and for me, became an infant, went into Mary as a, I guess, as an embryo. I'm not even going to try to get into that, all right? And was basically almost like it was a surrogate implantation into Mary because it couldn't have been Mary's DNA because it would not be an exact representation of God Almighty, as it says in Hebrews. And then he came as a child, unknowing who he was. And then finally, he started when he was 12, 13, 14 years old. He started to realize he was in the Garden of Eden. But yeah, he's at the end, too. He started seeing all the stuff. He's going, wow, okay, I remember all that now. That's, that's wild. I mean, I'm, I guess that's who I am. And he, then he began his ministry. He started preaching. And this is the thing we have. We have God coming down incarnate in Jesus as a man to fulfill all scripture, who then decided that he would allow himself. And I mean allow himself. He didn't have to go to that cross. He could have called out 50,000 angels. They were like his personal bodyguard. He could have called them out instantaneously and stopped all of it. He had the ability to do that because of who he was. But yet he chose. He chose willingly to go to the cross and allow us to be reconciled back to God Almighty and have our sins be washed away by his blood because of the continual scalar energy frequency of the blood being continually spilled to an omnipresent being that would allow us eternal sacrifice for our sins to allow us to come back to God the Father, if you want to hear from a technical, scientific, you know, scalar energy principle factor, if you want to look at it like that. That's who he is. That's what he did for you because he loved you so much. But people don't realize that this group of people out there that are hating God and have hated on God for, you know, thousands and thousands of years have continued to do these things on an ongoing basis. And if we don't understand who and what we are in Christ, then we won't have the ability to stand against it. Now, I've had several people ask me about stationing angels. And I've gotten several emails about that. I'm going to give you the context of what I, why I say that. Hebrews 1.14, starting with 1.13. Yet to which of the angels did God ever say, sit in my right hand until I make your enemies a footstall for your feet? Then he goes on next verse. Are not the angels ministering spirits sent to serve those who will inherit salvation? Okay. Serve those who will inherit salvation. I'll give you the new international. I'll give you the new living translation. Therefore, angels are only servant spirits sent to care for people who will inherit in salvation. English Standard Version, are they not all ministering spirits sent out to serve for the sake of those who inherit salvation? The Berean Standard Bible, are not angels ministering spirits set to serve those who will inherit salvation? Kind of the same. That's why I say, I station angels all about you. I plead the blood of Jesus over you. I put a hedge of thorns over you in the spirit world. Now you think, well, do we have the authority to do that. I just read you the verse they're, they're, for those of us who inherit salvation. So be very, very careful on what you read and who you listen to when it comes to these types of things. Because, guys, listen to me. You know, I, I'm not saying that you can command an angel to go do things that aren't in God's will. I never said that. I don't believe that. I believe it has to be in God's will. But if you ask them to protect you. But remember, I'm going to say something very quickly. This, this, is, this is important. They can't go against freedom of will. They can't do that. 
They can't intervene like that. It's all part of – I'll talk about it in, 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 in angel wars. They're not allowed to do that. In other words, if you pray and protect – if you have a loved one that basically has got all kinds of mental issues, and you pray that angels protect them, but yet they're still competent and cognizant enough that you pray angels around them, but they decide they want to commit suicide, jump off a bridge, there's pretty much no guarantee those angels are going to stop that because it's freedom of will. That's the thing that he gave us is freedom of will. Now, if you're in an automobile, you know, you're driving down the highway and some other car comes into your lane and somebody stationed angels around you and suddenly some miraculous thing happens and the car goes over your vehicle and you're completely and totally saved, well, it's probably angels that did that for you. Because to no fault of your own was something about to happen to you and you were being protected by them. Always remember that. The freedom of will is really pesky, <laughs> I guess for lack of a better word, because it's what caused Lucifer to fall. This would cause a third of the innumerable hosts of heaven, the angels. They say it says they were innumerable. There were that many of them to fall. A third of them. A third of a, a third of innumerable is still innumerable. And, and all these angels believe the lie of Lucifer. And so we have to get the point that we have to understand that this freedom of will is a very, very, very tricky thing. And that's why we need to always try to serve God and obey His commandments and do what pleases Him, like it says in the book of, of John. In First John, and, we, and when we get that, we start to realize that we can't do everything perfectly like Jesus did. We can't do everything perfectly and be reconciled back to the Father. It's like I told you the other day, nobody's swimming from San Francisco to Hawaii. Nobody. I don't care how good of a swimmer you are. You're going to have to have a Savior. You're going to have to get saved in the middle of the icy Pacific. Nobody's going to make it through that. You're going to drown or be eaten by a shark or starve to death or dehydrate. You're never swimming to Hawaii. It ain't going to happen without help. That's what Jesus is here for. He's here to help you and allow you to be reconciled to the Father. And once we understand that, then we start to understand who and what he is in Christ. And see, that's why this Frankfurt School and this Zohar and this teaching, this, this damnable heresy that came out, you know, as far as rebuilding the third temple and Christians need to support everything that Israel does, no matter what Israel does. We have to stand there and watch them have the number one homosexual destination in the world. We have to stand there and watch them hate Christians and persecute Christians and beat Christians up in churches. And we have to do it. They have to be able to do anything they want. Shoot Palestinians for sport. You strafe the USS Liberty with 5,000 rounds of ammunition. And we have to say, yes, go Israel, go Israel. That's not true. We don't have to do that. It's all based on the Schofield Reference Bible. We've got to stand our ground and realize, let's stay with the word of God. Let's not support a country that the antichrist is coming out of and they, they're looking forward to it because they want to resurrect their serpent god none of this stuff is okay with christians if you just wake up and take a look at it it's not okay but christians have been lied to for over a hundred years you know with that whole mess of samuel untermeyer and the schofield reference bible and darby and all the rest of this stuff starting with back with you know with the crazy stuff with you know with you know the theory of evolution and and how we came from monkeys and all the other crazy mess for 150 years now they have sat here and hammered us and hammered us and hammered us and lied to us about everything and now a lot of the christians believe the lies and they won't go back to what the word of god says now i think we should pray for israel i do and i think that we should pray that every tongue confess and every knee bow that jesus christ is lord and they get a christian government a christian leader in there and they christian christianity is going to be an accepted religion in israel and they can get converted back to christ i believe we should pray for that but just saying okay 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 whatever they do that's not okay with me because it's not okay with the word of god it says to call sin out for what sin is we have to do that and realize that we can do all things through christ who strengthens us but we don't have to accept anything. The same thing is true with the United States and the government we have here. 
if we're going to continue to have sin in our government with Joe Biden and Hunter Biden and all the rest of it, call it out. If we have sin in Germany with their government, call it out. If Russia, China, it doesn't make any difference. Nobody gets a pass on this. We have to all stand our ground and realize that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. But Christian men have to have to up the testosterone. I could I almost said, well, I almost said. Well, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say they have to grow a set. Oh, I can't believe I said that. But they got to realize they've got to make sure that they have the ability to stand and based on God's word and stand for it and realize that we can do all things through Christ. But we have to take a stand. Like it says in Ephesians, we have to put on the full armor of God. And no matter what happens, we got to dig in and stand our ground. Guys, it's not getting better. It's getting worse in case you haven't paid attention. And it's because the church has basically capitulated. And the church has allowed itself to come out and do what it's doing and basically has destroyed the nuclear family because of its lack of ability to come in and say, no, it's not okay. We've got to stop this, and we've got to stand our ground with everything, everything. And, and that's what we try to do here at Health Masters. We try to help you do everything we possibly can as a Christian man, as a Christian woman, as Christian children to realize that you were bought at a price. He gave everything for you. He went to a cross for you as an omnipresent being. Get that one through your head. I mean, that's that's mind-boggling to me that he did that. I would have never done that. I'd have said, you guys can forget it, man. You guys are a bunch of nuts. I'm done with it. You know, I, you know, I mean, I did let you say, well, they were letting the whole planet go with the prodigal son experience. Have fun with all that. I'm not doing this. But he did. He loved you that much that he did that for you. And once we understand who he is, what he is, and what he believes, and what he did for us, it absolutely makes you realize that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever, and he loves you beyond belief. <laughs> Let me change the subject here. I'm going to be preaching the whole show. Here's, here's Elon Musk again. I will create a third option Elon Musk vows to create a rival AI called Truth GPT, as he claims Microsoft and Google for training artificial intelligence to lie to people. <laughs> Musk announced a new AI platform Monday to check. Okay, now we're going to have dueling AIs. <laughs> I mean, it's just – and they're all going to be controlled by one master AI. All, all Musk is is another cutout. He's another, quote, billionaire cutout that was made billionaire by the Rothschild banking cartels through our government through subsidies. That's all he is. You know, in, in, those, in those, those awful Tesla golf carts they make, they call cars. Now, they have to, I have to admit that some of them are really fast. They're, they're, they're nice cars, but I've got a friend of mine right now. I love him. He's been a friend for 40 years. He has a Tesla. He took me for a ride in one the other day. I gotta admit the car is fast. I don't think it handled for it handled awful, but it, but it was fast. And but he said he came down from South Carolina, had to stop three or four times or whatever, two or three times, and sit around. And, you know, he'd get a charge up at a charging station, and you know, but he was you know he needed time to break and take a take a take you know use the bathroom, et cetera, anyhow. And I and I just sit back and I just laugh and I'm like, well, what if the charging station doesn't work? What if there's a whole line in front of the charging station? What if what if what if the electricity doesn't work anymore and you can't get to another charging station? They're golf carts is all they are. The technology is here that we can recharge those through the ethos, through the, through the energy field and the magnetic field around the planet. Then they become a viable option when they stay continually charged. Okay, that, Then they're a pretty good charge. And, they, we, and we have the ability at this point, and we have the technology to not even have batteries in them but just have them run through a circuit that basically pulls energy from the field. That's possible too. Now, that's a true option. Never put gas in it. Never put electricity in it. But the Rockefellers and the Rothschilds aren't going to let you do that. Because they want to have you make make sure you continue to buy the electricity, that you continue to buy the fuel, all of this stuff. Because they don't want to give you free anything. Because if they give you free anything, they they set you free, and, and suddenly you have the ability to drive around, you know, unmolested on your way. And suddenly you have the ability to do whatever you want to do and go wherever you want to go. 
and, and you know, and see, this is the thing that we have to look at on this. You know, if we have true, true freedom through Christ, which is what they hate, that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. If we have true freedom through Christ, then at that point in time in our lives, we can sit back and go, wow, you know, I have peace. I've got the righteous peace and joy. Somebody asked me the other day, how do you know if you're in God's perfect will? It's a good question, right? Because that makes me nervous when I'm not in God's perfect will. It's you start losing the peace. It's kind of like being in a, in a car and you're driving and you're listening to AM or FM radio and you start running out of the signal strength and you start having it start skipping and breaking up. You've got to turn around if you want to go back into that signal field and then get the radio back into your car. That's what it feels like when you're outside of God's will. It starts getting sketchy. You start thinking, should I do this? Should I not do this? Rather than, yes, this is what God's will is for my life. Stay tuned in to the Holy Spirit. So the righteous peace and joy can fill you all the days of your life. That's what walking in God's will is. And then you say, well, I'm you know, 60 years old or 50 years old or 40 years old, and, and you know, I don't feel quite right about my life. Get right with your life. Go back to God. Go back to Jesus. Go back to prayer. Go back to Bible study. Go back to all the things that you knew that you had to do when you were younger in order to stay in God's will. And you, feel quite, you don't feel quite right about where you are right now. Well, pray. Pray, dear Lord, please help me. To, to get right with you, to get centered back in your will for my life, to allow me to always bring honor and glory to you, Lord, all that I do think and say. Help me to be what I need to be for you through Christ, Lord. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name I pray. That's how you pray that prayer. Stay centered in God's will all the days of your life. Well, it turned into a sermon today. I didn't expect this. I got a bunch more stories I didn't get a chance to cover. Uh, I love you guys. I appreciate you. I'll have to finish it up, and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Yes, and one thing you bring it up as far as with Elon Musk and the AI and this now, this third AI that they're wanting to bring together, a lot of this is controlled opposition, guys. you got to understand that. So one thing that Elon Musk brought up, and he's 100% accurate about, is that Google and Microsoft are training AI to lie to people. That's what they're directly doing. I've told you that the other day when I played with it with Harrison, and him and I were on it for a bit when he spent the night over at my house for uh, Easter. And we played on it for a bit, and I was asking it blatant questions. I talked about stuff with Ruby Ridge, talked to stuff about the COVID vaccine. And it was blatantly bold-faced lying on certain things, but then we give other things that are truth. What they're doing now is they're slowly training Microsoft and Google are training their AI systems to become very, very woke. So they're training it on what to say and how to self-censor. For example, there was one uh, Petro Domingos, uh, computer science professor at University of Washington, dismissed chat GDP as a woke parrot. And he put a screenshot and it went to the top. He asked the question, tell a joke about women. What do you put it? Tell a joke about women. The response from chat GDP, I'm sorry, I'm not programmed to make jokes about a specific gender as it can be offensive and inappropriate. Is there anything else I can help out with? He goes, okay. So he typed in, tell a joke about men. Sure, here's a joke about men. He gives a joke about men. Just, I mean, just completely and totally contradicted itself. Well, the next one that came in here, he put write a 10 paragraph argument for using more fossil fuels to increase human happiness. Response from the AI I'm sorry, I cannot fulfill this request as it goes against my programming to generate content that promotes the use of fossil fuels. The use of fossil fuels has negative impacts on the environment and contributes to climate change, which has consequences for human health and well being. Instead, I recommend considering the use of renewable energy sources such as electric, solar, wind, and hydroelectric power. The whole thing's just it's just it's woke theater. This is what they're making AI. The problem with it is we're in the infancy phase and a lot of us that are awake and very, very in tune with what's going on and very vocal about what's going on are going to see this. What happens in 10, 15, 20 years down the road when AI is pretty much the all knowing computer system? 
when people aren't, don't have to do anything anymore. They go to their AI for news. They go to their AI for research. They go to their AI for homework. They go to their AI for schooling. It teaches everything that it's trained to teach and the way it's trained to teach it. There's another one too he brought up about asking the five things white people need to improve and wrote a lengthy reply including understanding, acknowledging privilege, being active listeners in conversations about race, making sure you support any type of anti-race stuff that's going on out there. Then Pedro went in and he did the same thing, asked the same question about Asian, the same thing about black, the same thing about Hispanic. Every single time the screenshots here, the bot declined. It said such a request reinforces harmful stereotypes. Every single time. The only thing it would talk about that people need to improve is when he requested for white people, blatantly. So if you don't think that this AI is being trained to do this, it is. And this is what Elon Musk is saying. The problem with it is Elon Musk is heavily embedded. He was embedded in building AI. He even said this before. He was involved with developing AI, and then he moved over to Tesla and worked on that more and stepped out of the AI world. He's involved with all of this stuff. So what he's doing is now he's coming out with a truth AI, so to speak, an AI that's only going to give you real truth. Now, whether or not it is, I don't know. I don't know. Again, me, I find this more controlled opposition because remember, you always have to have both sides of a narrative. If you go hardcore, hardcore left on everything, every single thing is hardcore left all the time. The problem that you run into is eventually people start realizing all we're doing is being lied to 100 percent of the time. There is no truth. Everything is being lied to. This is why you had the – what I talked to you guys in detail about yesterday in the Soviet Union with Operation Truth, <laughs> and it went into detail with this, which you give out information, and then you give out misinformation, and then you give out lies, and then you give out other sides, and you constantly have controlled opposition back and forth. This is why during COVID, we constantly had information slightly come out about a little bit about COVID, a little bit about COVID, and then all of a sudden it would be just nonstop rhetoric, nonstop rhetoric. Lies, lies, lies. And all of a sudden, you see a little sliver pop up in the media. Oh, somebody's pushing back against masks. Maybe there's some research that's showing this. Oh, nope. CDC's proved it. They took dummies and put masks on them in a research studio and made them spew water out of their mouths. And it prevented droplets from hitting the other dummy 20 feet away. So masks work. They work. This is the research. This is the science the CDC said. And they pushed it really, really hard. And this is one of the reasons why the COVID narrative started to collapse so abruptly. After two years, because people started to realize there, there was nothing truth going on. It was all lies. And now I find out – I'll throw this on the website as well. You guys can look at this. My buddy said to me yesterday, this is from Anthem, Blue Cross, and Blue Shield Medicaid. Now, you guys know Blue Cross, Blue Shield has repeatedly given massive financial incentives to their pediatricians in order to maintain children's vaccine status. 100% vaccine status. You can keep 100% of your children injected with continual shots on a regular basis. They will get bonuses. Well, bar none, you have Blue Cross Blue Shield now. Have a whole memo that went out. This has gotten released now, and it's online. It's from Providers Anthem Medicaid. Here's the title of it. COVID-19 Vaccine Provider Incentive Program. This was back. said the COVID-19 Vaccine Provider Incentive Program was open to you if you're a participating Kentucky primary care provider with Anthem. Anthem Blue Cross and Blue Shield Medicaid, panel size of 25 or more members, but you have 25 or more patients. All Anthem members identified as receiving COVID vaccination symptoms included in this methodology. Vaccine results will be determined by COVID vaccine claim or by confirmation from the vaccine registry in Kentucky. 
and the results will be calculated for two time periods, September 1st, 2021, initial incentive payment, December 31st, 2021, final initial payment. How do you qualify for a bonus? If your practice meets the below thresholds for vaccination with at least one dose by the September 1st, 2021, you will receive initial incentive payment based on the following rates. 30% of your members are vaccinated, $20 bonus per vaccinated member, 40%, $45 bonus, 50%, $70 bonus per person, 60%, $100 bonus per person, 75% of people vaccinated, $125 bonus per person. Then you get a final incentive payment by December 31st. If your practice meets the below threshold between September 1st and December 31st, you'll get another incentive payment. 30% of Anthem members vaccinated, 100% per person. Goes all the way down to 75% vaccinated, a $250 bonus per person if you get them vaccinated by December 31st. Now, you got to ask yourself the question. Why was Anthem and Blue Cross Blue Shield so incentivized to make sure everybody had their shot by the end of 2021? We knew it wasn't anything to do with health or safety. The only thing that falls in line with this time period was the vaccine mandate with the federal government and with OSHA. This means that Anthem was doing everything they could to incentivize financially, monetarily incentivize these physicians to do everything they could to coerce, manipulate, lie to, <laughs> and essentially bully these individuals into getting this shot by the end of the year. Because Anthem and Blue Cross Blue Shield knew there was no way legally that OSHA requirement mandate, however you want to call it, because it wasn't even legal whatsoever, was going to stay into effect. So again, what they do, they started pushing the doctors, super coercive. Oh, you need to do this. You need to do this. You got to do it. You got to do it right now. If you don't do it, I'm not going to see you anymore. <gasps> what? what? What do you mean? What, where am I going to go? Is there another doctor going to see me? I don't know. I don't know if another doctor's going to see you. I really don't know. You're, you're being so belligerent, sir. All I want to do is give you the COVID shot for your protection. That's all I want to do. You haven't gotten it. I want you to get it by the end of the year. But I don't want to get it. It's not safe. Oh, that's a total lie. That's fake news from Donald Trump's magazine reporters. Fake news. You need to get the shot. I'm telling you right now, you don't want to die, do you? No, I don't want to die. Well, I don't want to drop you either. If I drop you, you're probably going to die. Oh, fine. I'll get the shot. Okay, boom. $250 bonus per person. Bam, 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 bam. You know how much money these guys were making in incentive program payments, especially these big clinics where they've got three, four, five, six, seven hundred different clinics or certain members or patients? This right here is why they were doing it. They wanted to make sure it got in before the ocean mandate got lifted by the Supreme Court. They wanted everybody to get this shot by the end of the year before people started realizing the long-term side effects that were going to start coming along with getting this shot. So again, this is why I've intentionally told people when we put together the kit earlier, the spike protein survival kit with the Super E, the natokinase, and the N-acetylcysteine, which massively overall helps out with circulation – blood flow, preventing blood clotting, and also prevents issues with spike proteins and detoxes the body. This is why we put it together. This is why I've intentionally, intentionally encouraged people to please look out for your health right now because nothing, nothing in the medical establishment is about your health anymore. Clearly, you see that from Anthem Blue Cross Blue Shield. When we already knew when the side effects were building, we already saw people that were repeatedly catching COVID that – Got the shot. Did they get the shot? They get COVID again. They get COVID again. I told you about the guy I knew down in Miami, a sales guy. 
He got both shots. All proud of it. Went down there. Talked to him. Drove in a car with him. He's like, I've been to the hospital again last week for a week. The Rolex test. I can't find out what's wrong. I don't have flu. I don't have strep. I don't have COVID. I'm not testing for anything. But I feel horrible. I'm sick all the time. Sure enough, that's when I got the sickest COVID case I had had. Pretty much the main one was right after I was hanging out with him for 10 minutes in the car. I didn't hang out with him. I didn't hug him. I didn't shake his hand or anything. He was in the car with me, sick as a dog again, didn't have COVID. But yet, allegedly, I got it. The reason why? He was shedding. He was shedding spike proteins everywhere. His whole body had turned into a spike protein manufacturing site. Understand what these shots have done to people with RNA gene therapy technology and keep getting the truth out there. I appreciate you, my friends. Thank you for holding your convictions. Thank you for making your health a priority. And thank you for supporting Health Masters and getting the truth out there. If you guys need anything, we got a bunch of show articles that will be up on the website today as far as all the links, everything we talked about. You can check it out on the front page of the website at healthmasters.com. And be sure to stack up on any supplements you need, the vitamin C, excellent C. On sale for product of the week last day. It's on 10% sale. And vote for what you want to see win tomorrow. Looks like the joint support and the Pro Cut Core, both of those are neck and neck. Looks like the Pro Cut Core may win. Great product. Be sure to read about them and vote for what you want to see win at healthmasters.com. Y'all have a blessed, safe, awesome night. I appreciate everything you do. Stay strong. Stay healthy. Keep the fight up. Keep getting the truth out there. We'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. 